0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dice Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on our planet, where it's a hard questions like, is owlbear meat healthy to consume?
2: Um, I think it'd be really, like, tough, so maybe not, like, fun to consume, but I well, guess it depends on how fucking
0: diseased the owlbear, the owlbear is. Because, like, here's the thing. It's half bird, so it might be a delicious poultry snack.
2: I don't think it's made of white meat that's true I think that is like because most of it is bear
0: Mm -hmm. which leads me to my next question I don't think it really matters if the owlbear bear meat is chewy or tough in that case I think the problem is does the owlbear bear have trichinosis then I don't know what that is Um, trichinosis is a uh, it's a disease that you will find mostly in bears but sometimes also in pigs but really it's mostly in bears That when you eat it, it will fucking kill you. Oh, awesome! Oh, Um, okay. If you eat, there's this like story I read as a kid about like explorers in the Arctic, uh, eating uh, polar bear meat because they had nothing else to eat, and then they all just fucking croaked.
2: Awesome. Do you do you think that do you think that
0: man bear pigs have like double
2: the chance of getting trichinosis? Man bear pig. Since only like bears and
0: pigs can get it. Yeah, but I think also because Man Bear Pig from the the raunchy adult comedy show South Park, which I'm so glad you've referenced. That's not from South Park? It is.
2: That's from South Park?
3: Yeah, ManBearPig Pig is Park. Yeah, ManBearPig Pig exists as I learned about a... ManBearPig Pig at my
2: fucking 6th grade science camp because the fucking camp counselors are like if you leave your cabin at night, Manbear
3: Pig's going to fucking tear you That's limb from limb. That's because they like <laughs> South Park. <laughs> um. Are you, did you be serious? Be t- so, did you man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been from South Park this whole time? For-, for, the- for context, Man Bear Pig exists as. Um. The guys who made South Park used to not believe in climate change. So Man Bear Pig was what they said that climate change was as a joke, because they didn't really yeah, believe. Yeah, Al Al Gore's did the he? one who tells them, I think. Yeah on Wikipedia. I don't
0: yeah, know that. Yeah. The- yeah, it was the
1: Al Gore bet.
3: Um <laughs> that's yeah, Man Bear Pig is did literally you, from
0: Did you <laughs> from think South all Park? this time it was an actual cryptid? Well I'll take that as confirmation. <laughs>
2: I don't know because they were like telling the legend of him.
0: I'm not taking shit from a man bear pig believer. Uh, why don't you go we... die, why don't you, I, I
2: swear to God, the amount of disrespect that is on my fucking name right now, because I was a young, impressionable child who was wanting to learn about science, who was ready to learn about the stars in the sky, and was a tricked by South Lord Park change. fans to believe that a new cryptid, and I was interested in cryptids, I've always loved cryptids, that a new fucking cryptid had popped up, and it was just the member pig, and I didn't know about it yet.
0: If you went to Australia, you would fully believe in drop bear. You'd be the exact kind of sucker that you, that gets uh, roped into going on drop bear tours. I,
2: mean, I thought drop koalas were real.
0: No, they're. I don't know if you're doing a bit. They're not. Not real. No, Ritz. Drop bears are famously a hoax. <laughs>
4: they are.
0: Are Are you doing a bit right now? I'm, I'm
4: not doing a bit.
0: Ritz. <laughs> I don't. Ho-
2: no, I don't live in Australia.
0: Ritz. That's the whole. That's the whole bit. Drop bears are famously not real, and it's something that Australians make up because it sounds like something that would be real. Well, and they're if you're like, Haha, Australian, look these I fucking... hate you." Drop koalas. No, they're not. What are you talking? About? They're called drop. They're not called drop bears. No, there's no such thing as a. I've never even heard of drop koalas.
2: That's what. That's what I heard, and I thought that they were-
0: If you look up drop koala, it gets redirected to drop bear. A hoax in contemporary Australian folklore. Okay. Well, 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 well they're you know fucking what? koalas. the The pictures are fucking koalas. Yeah, they're carnivorous koalas. That's the meme. Anyway, then why a wire drop bear? Because koala, koala bears. bears. Why not a drop koala bear? Because it's not real, Ritz. I swear to fucking God, start not-
2: the goddamn podcast, or I'm <laughs> fucking quitting right now.
0: Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yeah, you piece of shit. We spent way too long on that, holy shit. <laughs> it was um, a it
4: was it's a good a bit. It's a very good bit.
0: I'm sorry, Ritz, if that was mean. I can, like, tone it back. No, it's okay. Okay, cool. Um. <clears throat> previously, in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes said their goodbyes to the other champions of the Ruby Phoenix tournament and prepared to make their way into the island in the sky. Flying through the barriers and dimensions between our world and the next, the Celestial Zhan, the evolved form of the Solar Jian, flew into the island of the mastermind who defeated Hao Jin. You crash landed in a jungle, only to come face to face with the mastermind himself. An axiomite by the name of Sindara, who claimed to have been the teacher of Hao Jin, who was wronged by her and trapped in a demiplane for thousands of years. And this is his revenge, trapping you now in the Tournament of Hungry Ghosts, his own twisted idea of what the Ruby Phoenix Tournament, which he claims to have invented, should have been. Now this tree of you will need to make it through this island of terrors, picking up fragments of something called the Conch of the Deep uh, in order to get into the the Glass Lighthouse within which Sindara resides. You also uh, came face to face with the lightkeepers who taunted you from beyond the portal and told you that your dear friends, the Tino's toughest, were somewhere on the island and in great danger. Now, having gathered yourselves, you will all travel through the fractal jungle and find your way to the Glass Lighthouse. Fellas... Would we like to hop into character?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. So, thank you, Misami and Shuji. The three of you walk through this strange, unnatural jungle. Beside you all, quietly walking with you, is your guide to this island. A drow by the name of uh, Kader Bren, who uh, was assigned to you by Sindara to tell you about the things that you'll see on this island. After all, what point is a failure if you don't understand what it is that bested you? Um, as you're all walking with Kader, who is very quiet, uh, taking on the role that uh, Hikari held on Danger Island, uh, the three of you are kind of just walking to see where you end up. You need to find these six uh, fragments of the Concha Deep. You already have one that was given to you by Sandara, Uh, as a handout Um, Mm -hmm. you need to find the other six and merge them into the one to make a key to enter the glass lighthouse this perversion of danger island it's strange it's unnatural the light here is weird and blue and purple Uh, the trees don't look quite right and the, the ground almost feels like it was cut with a scalpel rather than formed physically so there's a lot of like blocky steps here and there you know and sometimes Mm -hmm. the grass in one patch will just be a completely different type to the grass in the next you know it's like someone was playing Minecraft and just merged biomes together willy nilly instead of like having them slowly transfer like one to the other you know this is someone's shitty gmod map yeah basically except instead of gmod it is in fact reality itself (laughs) the game is real what is reality except
3: a big old game of Gmod?
2: You're so okay. fucking
3: right. <laughs> I mean, you're not, but sure. I am. He's fucking right. Um, Just like in Gmod, there's scientists, and guns. Gable. Okay,
0: you are right. I, ch- I take it back. Um, Masami, Chuji, and Sanku. As you walk along with Kader, how are you all doing? Um... I feel like the walk is kind of fucking awkward.
2: Uh, I think specifically because of like the situation they're in and Kader is there. Um, I I feel like on Danger Island they were like really excited excited to be there, um, and they were like having fun as they like went to different places. But this is like this feels like. I don't know. Like when you, when you're in a video game and suddenly you find out that you have to go back to the start and grind a bunch for something. Uh, mm. Mhm. I mean, Chūji's I don't think the the fact that Chūji's ready to fight
0: has changed much. Uh I think they've become a little bit more cautious. Mhm. How how did I feel about Sandara specifically as well? Oh,
2: Chūji's Chūji Choo-Gee wants to fucking humiliate that piece of shit. <laughs> Shuji wants to breeze through everything and not have any problems, so that they can look in Sindara's face and go, "Your island fucking sucks." Okay, and how about you, Misami?
1: how
0: are How are you doing right now? Do you on the same boat as
1: Chuji? I I think Misami has a lot going through their mind right now. There is Sindara, and to a, to a certain extent, yes, they are they are in the same bait. They are in the same mindset as Chuji of like. I want to breeze past this so I can stick it to him. Um, but they're also worried about the Ruby Phoenix. They're worried about Tino's toughest. They want to completely decimate the Light Keepers. There are a lot of branching paths in their mind right now, and they're trying to figure out which one will be the most efficient
0: to ending this entire thing. Mm-hmm. And how how did how did they feel about Sindar themselves?
1: Well, then, he's a massive cunt, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) Um, And they did mean what they they said last time of, like, you are... There is likely a reason why she did that to you. And honestly, the fact that you weren't even in the picture anyway is probably a good thing, because you are just vain, cruel, and you care about no one but yourself and your image.
0: Interesting. Very interesting
1: That's at least the first impression Because they obviously don't have all the information Because again They also do remember the Ruby Phoenix saying that sh- uh, She lost her memories when she gained her power mm-hmm. Who knows
0: It's probably nothing um... <laughs> Pro- <laughs> Yeah sure It's always nothing with you It's always nothing with me Sanku uh,
4: Hmm.
0: How are you doing as you're Tromping Trudis jungle uh, how are you feeling? How what do you think of Sundara? Like what what is Sanku's mind at right now?
3: Sanku's opinion of Sundara is that he's really mean, and what he's doing is completely ridiculous and unfair, and also hypocritical. Um, so he mm-hmm. doesn't fucking like him. Um, he thinks that the place is fascinating. I think that on a technical level, he's fascinated. I think on a technical level, I think on a technical level, he think he's fascinated by like the makeup of the place, because it's, like, it seems like it's magic. And Senku can't Mm -hmm. help but care a little bit about that,
0: you know? You're a little bit impressed.
3: He's a little bit impressed in that he would like to know how to do it. Not that he would, but he thinks it would be cool to be able to do it. Um, Mm. But I think he feels awkward there's a fourth person here or a fifth person mm-hmm. even that he doesn't know and he's also not really sure about their motivations if they're a person or if they're just kind of like an image of a person the way that i guess magic can make people be you
0: mm-hmm. know certainly they have not been very this this kader person has not been very talkative so far
3: he, he feels really awkward because he's like they just had a bunch of really emotional moments with friends and and they can't really <laughs> super discuss them without feeling like you're right in the space you know what I mean
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, so he feels really awkward and strange um, I think he's probably trying to just focus on um, looking for Tino's toughest because like I think he in his head is like yeah we'll do we, we will save the ruby phoenix but he's like pretty immediately worried about Tino's toughest because he's been worried about them and the ruby phoenix can come back to life they just need to free her. Tino's toughest, they have one life.
0: (laughs) So he's a little (laughs) bit concerned about them. That's where he's at. That's entirely fair. So, um, as you guys are walking through the jungle, um, I think, Sanku on your shoulder, Lolo kind of clears his throat a little bit. Not, like, to announce himself to everyone, but to you. And uh, he kind of looks up at you, and he he nods his head backwards quietly like a in the universal uh, hold back a little bit like let the others walk ahead
3: ah Senku starts walking a little bit slower he lets the others pass him
0: uh, Masami and Chuji, you two are left in the company of Kader who is this white haired lilac skinned drow who is walking very like quietly alongside you on, looking very directly straightforward, not engaging in conversation, you know? Um... Mm. But as you fell back, uh, Sanku, um, Lolo's kind of on your shoulder, and he says, Sanku, I wanted to, um... Uh, last night, when we, um... with the Celestial Dragon, I just wanted to say it was, um, very kind of you to... to step up to a gold dragon and tell him to apologize to me. That was very decent of you.
5: <laughs> I didn't Well, I mean, I thought i had done something bad to you and I wanted, I didn't want I thought you'd think it was cool.
0: It was most impressive, Sanku. I'm, I'm sorry that my lies raided, uh, rained on your parade.
5: It's okay. I wasn't really mad. I was embarrassed. Really embarrassed. Uh, but it, I was never mad. I, I wasn't mad at you. You It's kind of admittedly like not that. Like it's a big lie but also like I don't really You're still You are one of my ancestors. Right?
0: Yes. Don't worry. It's, that part wasn't a lie. I, I
5: and you're still
0: a sea dragon. <laughs> oh, good. You don't want me to talk about how I fell in love with a with a human. Aeons you fell ago. in?
5: No. Now I want to
0: know everything about that, please. Well, it, my influence—it wasn't passed genetically. It was passed through sea magic. Uh, but yes, a few aeons ago, um, I was larger than this, but not massive. I wasn't a I wasn't the size of a celestial dragon as I may have previously um, implied, but I had a partnership with a a sorceress. You loved um, her. Yes, I terribly did.
3: He pokes him in the nose.
0: <laughs> and it... I... My influence passed through the sea magic I taught her into many of the people she lived with, and over the years, it became uh, the, the villages of Undine that now rested where you grew up. But um, as I grew older, I lost a lot of my power. I didn't get stronger like most dragons do with age. and I went into hiding after a while because I didn't think people in the village would care very much about a small dragon like me. They certainly wouldn't believe I was their grandfather, so I enchanted a magic shell. And I hid it in the sand And the little boy who picked it up was you And I spun a web about how I was your ancestor Which, uh, yes, that's true But I made it much grander than it actually was Because I didn't expect to ever come face to face with the truth, as it were
5: Well, so you really are my ancestor And you really are a sea dragon And you really gave me the magic
0: Yes, but I wasn't uh, a demigod. I had no followers, I fought no wars, I slew no celestial dragon, and my, my call to bring you, to train you to be a witch prince, wasn't because I needed revenge, but because I was lonely, and that's not quite as impressive, and I apologize.
5: You wouldn't have needed to lie to me. I was lonely, too.
0: I think Lola's eyes are a little watery.
5: (laughs) My parents... You know what they're like. I was pretty lonely. And I wanted somebody that... That actually wanted to take care of me. That I could actually look up to. And not just... I... 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 They got really intense after... I after i became a witch but it's not li- but it's not like they weren't like that before i'm their eldest child <laughs> and that's not exactly easy sometimes <coughs> all of the responsibility of the world is put on you cuz you're supposed to be there like you hold the weight of all of the things that they hoped for you now it's hard and i met you And you're my You're my Lolo, Basically (laughs) And You wanted to teach me things You didn't pressure me about it You showed me how to do things And You treated me like your grandson You did a lot for me too You do a lot for me I don't care That you're not As strong as the celestial dragon I didn't need you to be I just needed my Lola. I needed somebody that would be there for me. The magic is just a
0: bonus. He fucking starts crying. He rubs his face in your shoulder. Oh, Oh, Sanku, you so...
4: Oh, Sanku, my boy.
5: It's okay.
3: He's like, he's like patting his head.
0: I, I have something to give you.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he slithers into your bag, you and put he in comes that. back out. He comes back out, and it's a little bag.
5: Another bag?
0: Yeah, it's a little, like a little paper bag.
5: How many bags do I have in this? He kind of, he kind of opens it.
0: It's full of assorted and varyingly old bonbons. I love you. <laughs> I saved them, and I think you should have them. <laughs> Because you're such a good boy, Sanku. I never tell you that, but you're such a good boy. You
5: tell me that every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay.
0: And I think he is generally just snuggling against you. Mm -hmm. And the two loneliest dragons in the world have some solace with each other. And of course with their friends. It's true. Their friends right now have another kind of loneliness afflicting them. (laughs) <laughs> Which is to say, the loneliness of being somewhere with someone you do not know and do not have a bond. Wait,
2: with. can we pan back up to them? And Chuji is like walking and like after like a really long swath of silence, they're like, So they give you like dental or something? <laughs> <laughs> do hmm? No. Do they pay you at all? No. Are you like mind controlled? No. They, like, lean back to Masami and, like, get a load of this, dude, they're doing it for free!
1: I mean, I don't think that that... mm, Don't you think that that's a little...
0: um, Unfair? Uh, Kader, uh, she kind of turns to you, and she looks at you with her, like, big white eyes, and she says, "Mm, No. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Okay. I it's what I was created for. Created. Did mm-hmm. he create you? Mhm. Well, huh? tech If you'd like to get into semantics of it, no, technically he didn't create me, but he did um give me life. But no, he himself did not create me. Although you mean like a purpose? S- suppose Mhm. No. You mean like a pur- uh she kind of like looks at you with these big eyes and says Master Sandara animated me. Oh, were you dead before mm-hmm. this? No. Well, if you'd like to get into semantics, I suppose it depends on what you <laughs> count as dead. Not living, not having a pulse. Well, I didn't have a pulse before either is the problem. Huh? Hmm? She looks I'm at so you. Confused. And I'm with her big so white confused. eyes just staring you down, she says, Oh, I used to be a chair. What? Oh. <laughs> And she looks at you like there's nothing strange about that sentence. What do you mean you used to be a chair? What? You're a person. I am now. Once upon a time, I was a chair. And Master Sindara awakened me, animated me, polymorphed me, and ensured I was in a new form. And for that, I'm most grateful. Have you ever talked to anyone besides Sindara before? Hmm she pauses for a second twice who'd you talk to once I said hello to one of his hungry ghosts (laughs) and another time I welcomed a visitor into his quarters you've never left this place have you I have I've walked all around the island I meant the island you've never left this island she looks a little confused by that you can't leave the island After a certain point of sailing, you'll warp around and be on the other side.
2: Shuji looks at
1: Masami.
0: (laughs) Um, but
1: wouldn't you want to leave?
0: She kind of pauses again and says, I don't think so. I don't want anything. I don't really know what it means to want. I've only existed for a few weeks. Jesus Christ. And I spent all of that time researching the many amazing landmarks of Sindara's island. Would you like a backstory on the island? Um... Uh...
1: <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe there's something that is... There, maybe there are things that are similar here to Danger Island that we can learn?
0: That's actually uh, very interesting. Uh, the island that you name as Danger Island, Bonmu, is in fact very similar to this island for many reasons. Mostly because uh, this island, formerly, before it became known as Sindara's Island, was named Amotana, and it was an island next to Bunmu. Oh, It was a small island located in the rain shadow of Bunmu's Mount Haminabu, and lashed by waves. It was not even inhabited during the days of the Tamata Empire, instead being seen as a, primarily as a haunted and desolate island used mostly for rituals related to death. Sindara found himself drawn to the smaller island that lacked the natural blessings of Bonu, seeing it as a reflection of his own relationship with the scoundrel Hao Jin. He visited the barren place and meditated in its center for several days, drawing planar boundaries around it before his work was complete. With a lurch, he forced Amotana into a demiplane of its own, ripping it from the sea and leaving nothing but an atoll ring to shadow where the island once lay. Wow. Most interesting, right? Something to think about. Yeah. It dawns on you that she did say she didn't know about anywhere outside of this, but also knew all of that. So it's entirely possible she just had all that memorized. Oh my God. Yeah. She just kind of blinks at you with those big white eyes again and she (laughs) smiles. And it's a very not, it's not a smile that feels natural, you know? Mm. It's like someone looking in a book saying, ah, a smile. And then doing that. I feel so fucking bad for her. <laughs> they just s- smile vacantly back at you. Says, if there's anything else I can do to help you, please let me know. I'm full of many facts. That's
2: great. Um, I can tell
0: you all about cicadas. That's my favorite.
2: No, that, that'll that be fine. The cicadas uh, are
0: a super family of the cicadae of insects of the order Hemiptera. They're uh, in the suborder of Akadera along with smaller jumping bugs such as leafhoppers and froghoppers. The super family is divided into two families. The tetragaris today and wait, the Wait, wait, please, hold task- on.
2: I, listen, we just need you to guide us to the next place. I don't,
0: I don't like cicadas. She looks genuinely so sad about that. <sighs> That's the most emotion you've seen on her this entire time. You say you don't like cicadas and it's like you just told a child, Santa Claus isn't real. Jesus <laughs> isn't real. The school to prison <laughs> pipeline is real. <laughs> uh, that, that, let me tell you all about that. She looks fucking devastated. It's really funny though. <laughs> and she says, "Oh,
2: we. I. I'm sorry. I did. not Oh fuck. Um, they're they're cool. I just we need to
0: we need to. I don't think go. cicadas are particularly cold. Cold weather is actually quite dangerous to them.
2: No, I didn't no. mean temperature wise. Cool means like good.
0: No, it means cold.
4: Okay."
1: Weird. not in the literal sense cool. not cool in the literal sense just it's a compliment slang
0: she tilts her head at you it's like
1: uh, well <laughs>
2: actually chuji turns back to wasabi and they're like I don't think she's gonna get this
1: <laughs> well like you said you've only been animated for a few weeks there there are th- there are some things that you could learn from us as well. Things that are outside of this island. And things Gee like blinks. getting
0: paid for your work. <laughs> I don't know what pay is. Money.
1: It's compensation for all the work that you do.
0: Ah, like uh, the barter system that um, Master Sandara invented with the mercenaries he hired. Y- yes. Can you tell um, us more
2: about that?
0: <laughs> Master Sindara hired many mercenaries with the intent of killing you all. And how many great. mercenaries other than the light keepers the light keepers are not mercenaries oh what do you mean they're in it for fun of course they are
5: what the
1: fuck man <laughs> you know what I don't expect anything less from them
0: Um, and I think it's at this point she suddenly stops and then turns like 90 degrees to the right and then walks forward and says ah we've arrived uh op- okay she has walked ahead. You guys have a moment to catch up with each other.
5: As Senku walks up to them, he's like, Oh, hey, Saya, I was talking to Lola.
1: Hey. Don't worry about it.
5: You guys okay? I I, I kind of overheard you having a riveting conversation. <laughs> uh, well, How about we... the cicadas? How about the cicadas? <laughs> well, there was
1: that. And we also figured out that she was a chair before she was a drow.
5: Yeah. What?
0: She got awakened and polymorphed.
5: Oh, of course. The
0: foreshadowing that went into that, by the way. I want my chair to know when it sit on. Would you be able to r- animate a chair using necromancy? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Derry was just trying to gather the
3: thoughts of everybody.
5: But um. Fuck you. So <laughs> thank he's like, so. Is there a chair that got awakened and turned into a trowel? And she doesn't get paid. <laughs> Can we, like, radicalize her?
1: That's what we're trying to do. I offered to... <laughs> I offered to let her learn things from our world outside of this because she hasn't been outside this island, like, at all.
5: Maybe if we appeal to the things she's interested in.
1: Well, we did. She did really enjoy the fact that I said yes to um, letting her hyperfixate on this island and its origins, and why it's similar to Danger Island. And I was also not so pleased when Chooji said that they didn't like cicadas.
2: Sorry. <laughs> why did you do that? Well, I don't. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. We could just... We could just let her keep talking. It, it's. I think it does work.
0: Senku, you're good at this. <laughs> She is, by the way, like, maybe 40 feet away, just standing and facing in, like, a clearing. She just (laughs) stood there. She's got her back to you guys.
5: Neither of you are good at talking to people. I say this lovingly. I I will handle it. I
1: grew up with black market criminals, Senku.
5: That's fair. (laughs) What's your excuse? (laughs) Before that, it was ninjas. I don't need
2: an excuse. I'm great at talking to people.
5: Mm. So what's your uh, so, so okay How did it go when you were talking to To them Great thanks for asking <laughs> Yeah how did it go when
1: you were talking to Sean
5: What Ooh. <laughs> Start <up>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
3: I
0: She's I... still by the way They are still standing in the exact spot oh, They have yeah. not moved
3: <laughs> Believe me I know who's <laughs> uh, like
5: so how are you and your boyfriend now? I don't have a boyfriend. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like walking
2: away and ahead.
5: Is that why you had a homoerotic duel with him? Shut up!
0: <laughs> you guys go catch up. With... Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. he had
1: to get that in for a second.
0: <laughs> so you guys skip forward and follow Kader and you make your way up to the clearing where she's now standing and you see what's standing in front of her. The ground transitions abruptly to rocky substrate near a massive pit that ends in a lava-filled pool. Two bridges cross from either side of the pit which is dotted with abandoned mining helmets and pickaxes. Gravel and Pebble jump as a low rumble courses through the earth. And Kader points and says, Welcome everyone to the Rolling Mines. Cool. Sindara lifted a relatively barren island from the material plane to serve as the base for this demiplane. But the island's lack of natural resources presented several logistical complications. In the past, Sindara acquired raw materials by creating a demiplane full of them then harvesting from it. However, his desire to explore the outside world, and with it, things he did not create himself, for the first time in millennia, led him to instead locate a rich vein of ore and rare minerals in Honggao to the north of Tiansha, that it only had just begun to be mined. Sindara ripped the massive cubic section out of the fledgling mine and teleported it to his island, which now stands before you so what you are seeing in front of you is in fact a mine plucked out of your world and just plopped into this one uh. it's like a mid like this isn't even like the surface it's straight up just a massive tunnel downwards uh two massive bridges going across in like an x formation um and loads of mine shafts around uh on the sides you know mm. and down down deep below is a shit ton of lava just bubbling and boiling. Kader bows a little bit and says, Within the rolling mines you will find the second conch of the deep. In there? They nod a little bit. As this is as she's saying this, there's like another rumble. And like some of the rocks near your feet kind of hop up and down on the floor, like something is shaking them. A weird noise echoes through the tunnels.
4: What is that? What the heck?
0: That's the hungry ghost of the mines.
5: The hungry ghost.
0: Sindara's champion.
5: Oh, his. his, Okay, (sighs) sure. (laughs) If
2: they're just waiting down there, might as well go get him. Yeah,
0: I agree. And Kader sits down on the floor. (laughs) Are you gonna wait here? Yeah, wait up here. Yes. I would be crushed immediately.
5: Uh, yeah, please stay safe.
0: I will. That is why I'm sitting.
5: Awesome. Um, we'll be right back. Do you need to... You need to... You're you're a person. Do you have food? Are you okay? Hmm?
0: Yes, I have food.
5: Okay, good. Uh, we'll be back. Wait here.
0: She nods. So what do you guys do? Do you descend... Uh down this like half like just again, plucked out of uh another place entirely mine. Uh do you make your way down onto those bridges crisscrossing? Uh how do you go? A lot of this mine is flooded with lava at the bottom, so you gotta be careful.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Sorry, I love the idea of a mine being taken from somewhere. Imagine you're about to fucking go down and do your job and suddenly it's fucking Well
0: gone. time time to go to work. That <laughs> the What the <laughs> fuck? How did this happen? (laughs) Who stole our mine?
2: (laughs) Pretty good. Um, I mean right down the entrance, I guess.
0: Okay, well there's no entrance. It's literally a massive pit with a mine around the walls.
2: Okay, I mean, fuck, uh, down the side that's... Do you jump down onto one of the bridges below? Yeah, one of the bridges.
0: Okay. GG, you, who, what's the order of jumping?
3: Senka does not jump, he flies down on his staff, because he is a smart cookie.
0: Okay, Masami, are you going down next? (laughs) Um, I
1: think Masami has the cape at the ready, just in case. I I think they're probably going to use the cape, just in case. Okay.
0: Well, you guys all hop down. It's like maybe 40 feet below you, this bridge. So, I mean, for level 20 heroes, it's not a challenge, you know? Hmm. You're not level 20 yet but you know But Close. I will say you hear that noise Getting louder
5: Okay
0: It's a rumbling Gross And it's getting louder uh-huh. It's getting louder Okay. Do you all want to roll perception To see if you can see where it's coming from Yeah Yeah Okay So you all rolled a 36 A 37 and a 39 Pretty good Um, but unfortunately, it's already too late.
2: Hmm.
0: Great. Because it rolled a nat 20. And fellas, it comes from behind you. Okay. Great. And you are immediately crushed. Uh. Something massive and heavy comes from behind you, hits you all in the back, and crushes you all. And then it keeps going. Um, and we all die. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see if you all die. Um, does a 36 hit any of you? No. Uh, no? No. No.
3: I don't think so.
0: We should
1: okay.
3: all be
0: at least like 40 plus. Cool. Yeah, so all of you, have... despite being caught completely off guard all suddenly lunge to the side like you hear it coming behind you and you all gasp and like jump to the side and you see what almost killed you Uh huh. what rolls past you and I say roll because it rolls is a giant ball it's the fucking Indiana Jones boulder no it seems to be carved intricately and plated with metal here and there Although it is certainly the uh, the size of the Indiana Jones boulder, maybe bigger, it is uh, size gargantuan. Okay. And this giant ball just tries to crush you all. You all jump out of the way. It rolls past as quickly as possible, then unfolds for a moment to stare at you all. And it is a massive construct. Okay. You know, um, you know those Chinese guardian lions. Yeah. Yes. The ones that look like dogs? Uh, I think yes. sometimes they're just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those, massive, made of metal and stone. Um, uh-huh. And it roars at you before tucking in its arms and legs and head and turning into a perfect sphere and rolling right back at you all. Uh-huh. Uh, this time, it doesn't try to crush you. It just vanishes into the mine, into the tunnel behind you all. Okay. Um... And I need all of you. No, sorry, I already rolled an issue for you all. Lol. Bitch. Dice will roll will turn after these messages.
2: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
0: We now return to Dice Will Roll. Let's start the encounter, will we? Hey, go. Okay, so, uh, Shuji, it is your turn. Um, so the giant, uh, lion, um, has turned into a ball and rolled past you, and it's trying to roll f- deeper into the mines. And it's okay. rolling very quickly. Uh, but it is still within reach of you right now. What do you do?
2: Um, I already those sexy old adamantine fists I got. Mm hmm. Uh, Which is so fun, because he has resistance
0: and... to all physical damage, except adamantine.
2: Kill yourself! <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna punch and kill him as hard as I possibly fucking can. Mm-hmm. Um, Go for it.
0: By the way, this is what it looks like.
2: He's pretty fucking sick. I like him. He looks like a Power Rangers
0: Yeah, uh, he looks like... like a Megazord if it were yeah. a... Yeah if it were a guardian dogu or a guardian uh, lion pretty good alright so um stoke flame stance two action one inch punch 49 is a hit roll me that damage that's gonna be 44 damage very good chuji you decked the shit out of this uh giant lion monster um it's still rolling away you like have to leap after it and like deck it or you know chop down hard (laughs) crack into its body. Yeah. You're doing great, though.
2: Um, And then uh, I'm going to uh, Flurry of Blows and try to stun it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, they're both misses. Yeah, unfortunately, this thing's moving away very quickly. Like, it is disappearing into the mine. Okay. Uh, is that your turn, Shiji? Yep, that's it. Okay. Uh, Masami, it is your turn. It's still getting away, it's still vanishing into the mine at the end of this giant bridge you're on. Um, what do you do? Uh, oh. What Masami's
1: probably going to do then is then, uh, get hit by a fucking
0: gravity well. Okay. Uh, so that's to make me a reflex save, right? Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's a 34.
1: That is a failure. So, on a failure, the creature moves, um... 15 feet towards the center of my gravity well. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh, then I think the center, I think the center of the gravity will the gravity well will be, um, closer towards, like, Shuji and Masami, but in the lava.
0: Okay. You're gonna push him off the side? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, how many feet does he move? 15. Okay, so it's gonna be 1, 2, Get his eyes. Okay, so he basically this gravity well. Oh no, he's in ball form. He can't even reach out. Okay, I think for Sammy, because <laughs> he's half on the platform, half not on the platform, right? Mm-hmm. And normally I would yeah. say he can just grab at the the edge and be cool, but he is in ball form. So I think, I think I'm gonna make him a, a reflex save and see if he stay, if he's able to teach her on the edge or not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's
1: a 29.
0: <gasps> That's a 29. Uh, Masami, you use gravity to knock the lion monster flying into the lava and it roars that it's spinning and spinning and spinning and it splashes down into the magma beneath it. And uh, now I have to find out how much damage that'll do. <laughs> it's so, it will deal massive, uh, magma damage. or right, it'll deal massive fire damage. Wee. That's the, uh, term used it's going to do, uh, I think, 20d6 fire damage every round that he is submerged. Huh. Okay, cool. So that's going to be 71 fire damage to him.
1: The gross.
0: Um, As he is just into the fire. Um, he has no resistance to this. Uh, he is just swimming in that magma for a second. And you can see that he is uh, trying to spin as fast as possible and get out of the fire before he just sinks underneath it completely pretty good Misami. thumbs up <laughs> and then something weird happens
1: oh god good uh,
0: you hear a splash of magma and then a crank and then a tonk behind you all and then somehow on the other side of the bridge you turn around and there he is already on the bridge he's back what the fuck do you mean? He, uh. he submerged under the lava. Then you heard a load of spinning and moving. And then you turn around and he's on the bridge again. That was in character. <laughs> <laughs> Chuji Svanku and Masabi, you see him. He's back somehow. And he's up <laughs> behind you. And he's going to try roll over you all again. And he does indeed. Vroom! Crush. Um, I'm going to need to make a trample roll against you all. Um, and that is going to be a reflex save. And I forgot to do reflex the last time. Oof, well, um... Uh, okay, so it turns out I'm supposed to use reflex saves instead of attack rolls for trample. Whoopsie-daisy. That being said, make me a reflex save this time as this, uh, lion ball rolls you over. 36. Okay, that's a fail, Sanku. That's okay. Uh, 37. That's also a fail, Masami. Goddamn. chuji? uh 46 okay that is a crit success thanks to Path to Perfection uh so Masami and uh, Sanku you are both gonna take 42 bludgeoning damage as this ball crushes you all literally you don't know how it was able to move that fast to get behind you but it did and it rolls over you all and disappears into the mine again
3: fair enough
0: Sanku it's your turn what the fuck I don't wanna deal with this today uh
3: what if I what if I did use my what if I did use my tenth level spell?
0: You're gonna use the tenth level spell, the big boy? <laughs> what if I did though? Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. You clutch your staff in one hand and you hold it in the air. Magic power flows through you, power the likes of which your friends have never seen before. Lolo Sadagat's eyes glow white as he channels his magic through you as well, and you push past what is possible. You break the nine levels of magic and bring out a tent. And Sanku, as you are channeling this, Masami and Shuji, you hear another rumble, but not from the Lion Guardian. It's coming from the lava as a massive creature unearths itself, pulling itself out of the fire and towering above you all. And for a second, you don't recognize what it is, but then it clicks on you just from its sheer size. Sanku has summoned a kaiju.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I did that.
0: (laughs) Tenth level spell, summon kaiju. You know uh, Summon Draconic Legion? Yeah, sure do. Well, imagine you had different options for several different kaiju. I think there's 11 options for 11 different kaiju. Which one is it, Dave? Which one are you going to throw?
3: I think... I think Bez... Bezravenis, the Inferno Below, maybe? Oh, well, isn't that flavorous? Like it exp- like it explodes out of the ground.
0: <laughs> kind of hot. Be- you mean Bezravanis, the Inferno Below? A scorpion-like kaiju with a clockwork cycle of rampages. It is an immense yep. tree-tailed scorpion with a fiery red exoskeleton. Its stingers glow with molten heat, and it measures 130 feet long. As it pulls itself out of the lava And chitters angrily Yeah that Uh cool So what does it do Oh it's arrive What happens
3: Arrive burrow from earth From the earth's heart mm-hmm. Bez Mm-hmm. Bezravenous explodes From the ground where it was summoned Causing all creatures in a 50 foot emanation To take 8d2 bludgeoning With a basic reflex save this potentially collapses structures with the collapse effect? Oh of earth of the earthquake spell. Except there's no chance of falling into a fissure.
0: Oh my god, wait, that would he's rolling into the mine. Kill his ass. Okay. Kill his Crashing. ass. So Bezrav uh, Bezravnus, by the way, uh, he dwells in Shawang, in the shadow of the wall of heaven. And it rampages once every 273 years exactly. And travels in a straight line to a settlement near Shaguang and it destroy it destroys no less than two thirds of the city, then retreats and goes back to sleep. That's this thing's power.
2: I love I love when kaijus are on a fucking time schedule. It's like their fucking Apple Watch goes off and they're like, ooh, time to ruin some bitch's day
0: it's taking a break from its time schedule to be summoned here and crush into the, uh, Lion Guardian. So, uh, like, it's kind of, like, brings a claw from beneath the, uh, Lion Guardian and pins it to the roof and then collapses the mine on top of it. So, what happens here? Um, I need a reflex save. Okay. Uh, that is a 37. No. Okay. So how much damage is that gonna be? 8d12. Okay, roll that for me. Roll that for me.
3: 58.
0: Mm-hmm. And I need to make then a flat check to see if the mine collapses on top of him.
3: Guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the DC was a 14. But he rolled a tree. He needs to make another reflex save. And that is going to be a fail. And he is going to take 11d6 bludgeoning damage meaning that together uh that is going to be 93 damage to him uh, and he is crushed underneath the rubble well done sanku uh as you're doing this bezravnis the inferno from below screams as it like kind of it's many many like mandibles yay and then something Damn. something weird happens. Oh. You hear a chunk chunk. And on the uh, path below you all now, not on the bridge that you're on presently, but the one below you, because there's two crossing bridges, right? You see the motherfucker again. And he looks at you. And he looks at the giant monster, the kaiju that's rampaging here. And he looks at you guys far away, and then he roars at you all. And everyone, I need you all to make me. Okay, it's not going to be everyone. It's going to be uh, Masami and Sanku, because you are caught in this 150-foot line. Chuji, from the angle that you are at, you are safe. But Masami and Sanku, Slave. I need you both to make me a fortitude safe, please, as he roars extremely hard at you all. 47 with Juggernaut. 38. Okay, Misami you are good. Sanku, you unfortunately are not. Um, he releases an ultrasonic blast at you, which is going to do 12d10 um, sonic damage. And Misami, you take none of this. That's uh, 68 sonic damage, Sanku. And you are going to be stunned too, unfortunately.
3: That's okay.
0: Which means that you will have one action on your next turn. Uh, as the sound wave just fucking... I think it knocks you back a few feet from how loud this thing roars, you know? Okay, sure. And as the lion is here beneath you all, it tucks into a ball and continues rolling into a different mineshaft. You have no idea how he's moving this fast and escaping all your precarious traps. Chuji, it's your turn. What the fuck is happening? He is very far away. What the fuck is happening? Um... He's really far away. Very, yeah. Right now he is, as the crow flies, 125 feet. He's also down below you all. I am so fucking
2: fast is the thing. I'm, my move speed is 60 feet. Really
0: fast. You'd be able to get up to him in two actions, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Chuji runs over um, and starts beating the shit out of this dude. I, yeah I'm gonna run out to him because I want to kill his fucking ass. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use affinity ablaze. Affinity awesome. ablaze. okay who you see as you're running towards everything slow down for a second and you think of your friends, the friends that like, fought to get you this far. who is it that you're <laughs> focusing on right now?
2: Arms of balance. I want that extra damage.
0: Shuji as you're running, suddenly you see something appearing mm-hmm. to your side, arms folded. Is Bhavana Watergasse. And she is like ghostly and see true, and she is completely colored in blue. And she says, Come on, Shuji. I know that you prefer to focus on uh, might over mysticism, but let's channel your key. And she starts moving her hands a little bit. And as she does, so too, appearing from behind her, Raunak, Bumat, and Sunita. All four of them dance alongside with you as you throw that punch and your hands light up with energy as you throw it and your heart glows. What kind of energy are you throwing at this motherfucker? It can be fire, cold, acid, or electricity damage and your strikes will do 2d6 extra damage of this type for one minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do electric. Okay, cool. Chuji, your, your fist sparks up with lightning as you bring up a storm. Punch this motherfucker. Kill him. 50 and 41. Uh, both of those are going to be hits right now. Okay, cool. So roll me that damage and add 2d6 to bow hits. Okay. Holy shit, that's 70 damage and roll me 46. 4 and 10. Uh, 84 damage total, Chuji. Holy shit. Fuck this guy. And he has to make a fortitude save to see if Stunning Fist will defeat him, right? Yes. Give me that fortitude save. Okay, Chuji, that is going to be a 50. That's a crit success. He is not stunned. He is, in fact, you fuck propel you. him further into the mines. But he's almost fuck destroyed. You. He is almost dead, and I'm still really fast. You are fast as fuck Is the problem. Masami, it is your turn. Uh, you can see that Chuji is a long way away uh, fighting the fuck with, out of this uh, lion guardian ball. Um, and you can see that they have affinity ablaze. What do you do? Oh, well, there's no way that they can really
1: hit, uh, there's no way they can really get to it in time, I don't think.
0: No, it's very far away, and it moves very quickly. It's extremely far away.
1: So, instead, we are just going to do a little spell. Um, one of the spells from their, their staff that's infused on their sword.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Fireball. Okay, sure. Go for it. So it has to make a reflex save, right? Yep. Uh, that's going to be a 40 tree. That's a success. That is a success. So the damage is half a 60, so 30 damage. Okay, very nice, Ms. Sammy. You can tell that this thing is barely holding on. Like, it is almost falling apart.
1: Last thing I'm going to do then is a magic missile. One one action.
0: Go for it. Uh, so you will automatically do damage as you shoot these missiles out of your, wa- out of your staff have your sword? Into this motherfucker. Okay, so then it's 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 damage. Okay, 11 damage Miss Sammy, uh, as you kind of poke at it with a follow-up attack from your staff, and you can see literally a still breeze will kill this thing now. It is rolling away as fast as it can from Chuji, but uh, woof. Just sneeze on it, Chuji. <laughs> and Chuji now might be your chance to because it's rolling away. Do you want to make me a uh, stand still? Stand still. Damn! Uh, unfortunately, Chuji, that is a miss. It rolls away into the darkness. <laughs> and do you want to know what the most fucked up thing is? What? You hear it again. As it explodes from out the fucking collapsed mine behind the Sammy and Sanku. It explodes out from that collapsed mine shaft and it is rolling at you two again. I need both of you to make me reflex saves as it tries to crush you boat. Uh,
4: Forty-seven.
3: 47. Success. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> Critical success thanks to uh, to your reflexes, Misami. So, Sanku, you will take half of 42 bludgeoning damage. So that's going to be 21 bludgeoning damage. Minus 12. Okay. So that's like what? I'm pretty sure it's like 9. Okay, so you take nine damage, Sanku, as this bald lion rolls over you and starts fucking dashing towards the other end of the tunnel. Chuji, what the fuck? What the fuck? Sanku, it's your turn. Okay. So you have one action this turn because you were still stunned by the sonic blast I hit you a few moments ago.
3: That's okay. Um, I think that Sanku is probably just going to cast Shield on himself... Okay. Um but that's okay because it's not like I need an action for the action that is already happening. To happen. <laughs> I did already cast seven kaiju. And mm-hmm. now that I've used my one action, it's it needs to leave. Mhm. It will now depart. Okay. Bezravnus departs with a hurricane of webbing. All creatures within a 50-foot emanation must succeed at a reflex save or take a 20-foot circumstance penalty to its speeds until it escapes or is immobilized.
0: Interesting. Uh,
3: or is immobilized until it escapes on a critical failure. The escape DC is your spell DC.
0: Okay. As, uh, as Bezravnis hisses and starts descending back into the lava, it spews webs everywhere. And that is going to uh, blast into the terrible, terrible lion. That's going to be a reflex save, right? Uh, I believe so. Oh, dear. That is a 29. Mine is a 40. So that's a crit fail. He is immobilized. Webs splatter into this thing, nailing him down. And finally, he won't be able to roll away anymore. Tank goodness. Nice. Nice. Shuji. It's your turn. At last. A target just for you. A target just Just for for you. Just for me. He is on the bridge above you, so you'll need to jump up there. I'm so good at jumping, though. You're very good at jumping is the problem. Do you want to make me a light roll to just fucking (laughs) lunge over there? Yeah, I would. 36. Uh, That'll do it. Chuji, you're really good at jumping. You 100% leap from one platform to the next. Oh, God. Oh god <laughs> Into the lava Actually no. I just realized How dangerous that could have been bud
2: <laughs> Yeah Could have been bad But you know what
0: Chuji You land in front of the line Guardian What do you do I kick him Okay Kick the fuck out of him You've what walked... One action left Yeah
2: I'm in dragon stance now Because it's. Just, I like it mm-hmm.
0: Kick the hell out of him
2: Kick him I fucking Kick the fuck out of him Flurry of blows Uh 42 and 46 both
0: of those are hits. Roll me that damage. I sneeze two times. 29, 34. 29, 34. And roll me 46 as your key is energized by uh, your affinity ablaze? That is 13. Okay, so that's gonna be 29 plus 34 plus 13. 76 damage. She how do you do this? Um I think that this thing's
2: already kind of beat to hell. Um And so I think Chuji just finds the most, like, cracked bits of its, like, metal Mm -hmm. exterior uh, and just wails on them until they literally reach their fist through its body and fucking crumble whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck's inside.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, you fucking do that. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's incredible. You're doing great, sweetie. You (laughs) destroy this beast. And as you do so, you hear a rumbling and you look back to where you were moments ago on the lower bridge and you see rolling out across it. It's the Lion Guardian, baby. What? This entire time, this huh? whole time, you are fighting two of them. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> well, okay. The one that fell into the lava stayed in the lava. The one that rolled up from behind you was a new one. The one that got trapped in the rocks Stayed under, trapped under the rocks Until it burst out Bitch They were just swapping places Over and over again And they were moving so fast You couldn't notice Until literally After you've destroyed one They were fucking tag teaming us They were tag teaming The hell out of you boat. Pieces of shit This one is going to roll And leap onto the uh, From the bottom thing Onto the top one and then it is going to release an ultrasonic blast. Uh, actually, no, it can't, because that's the one that already made an ultrasonic ra- uh, gasp. Whatever. Point Mm-mm. is, it's going for you, Chuji. It just rolls towards you, not trampling. It just rolls up to you and it tries to headbutt you. <laughs> okay. And, Chuji, that is a 48. 48? That hits me. Yep, yeah, well, that's gonna be. 39 bludgeoning damage as he bonks you over the back of the head Ow! And that is gonna be It's turn It had to run, it had to sp- turn and run again And then it had to headbutt And this one is the one you were punching the hell out of earlier It's the one that looks like it's gonna fall apart With a single sneeze <laughs> uh, Masami, it's your turn God
4: damn it
1: You know what? You know what? Fuck these guys <laughs> Give me a reflex save, chain lightning
4: Oh my god,
0: you already said fuck him to hell. <laughs> he needs to get a crit success to pop-
4: <laughs>
0: To survive this, he needs to get a crit success. And what's he roll? A 29! That is... Oh my god, wait, is that a crit fail? Is
1: that a crit fail? Is that a crit fail? What's my DC's again? 39 is my- <laughs> Hey, Derry. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Derry, that's a crit fail. <laughs> so he
0: has 19 HP, how much damage do you do to him? out of 52 damage? You electrocute the fuck out of these guys. Their boat turned to rubbly dust on the floor. And they have been knocked KO! And by KO, I mean dead Dead as hell! hell. They're dead as fuck. (laughs) Sami's like, I've had enough of this. Uh, and you guys are left in peace. Where is it? Where's the bit of the key? Uh, well, actually, now that you mention it, Shuji, uh, the conch of the deep shell... You find it uh, in the fragments of one of these guys. It looks like it was in his forehead. Hmm. You know, if you had stopped to spend an action to make a perception check, you would have noticed that earlier.
2: Well, why the fuck would I do that when I could just kill it and roll perception when it's dead?
0: <laughs> uh, Masami and Sankyu, the two of you... I actually think you guys came out fairly unscathed out of that. I think Sankyu took a little bit of an ouchie, and same for you, Masami. You took no ouchie. Pretty much no ouchie, uh... Uh, you have the, the fragment, and, uh, Lolo's on your shoulder, Sanku, and he looks at the rest of you and says, Did you all see that, everyone? Did you see Sanku summoning Bezravenis the Inferno below?
5: Now, holy shit, what was that? I learned a new spell. I kept it a secret, because I thought it'd be fun to do it like that. (laughs) I wanted to surprise you with something cool.
2: Oh, you fucking surprised me.
5: (laughs) He's not the only one I can summon either.
2: There are more.
5: Lots more, actually.
2: Huh. Um, I think that as soon as uh, Chuji like, pulls out the, like, little, little conchal bit, uh, they're like, wow, that was super easy! So easy! And they're, like, cupping their hand, like, to the sky as if, like, he can, like, hear
0: them. Chuji, I will say that the conch of the deep is very hot in your hand, and it seems to be, like, Sh- shaking a little bit In your hand Oh Like it's trying to move somewhere Towards the other part of it
2: that we have Maybe mm. Who has the did I take it or did someone else take it I think Choochoo you have it Uh, th- Okay then Choochoo takes out the
0: little bit That they got at the start Okay and just like that, it kind of magnetizes together and cracks into one piece. And the weird iridescent colors in it swirl. And you can Ooh. see that there's something happening in the shell. Like uh-huh. moving pictures. Sounds. There's something. You're being shown something. Oh? What What do you do? Do you call the others over? Because you're going to see something it looks like. Uh, yeah, Chudi runs over
2: with like the, the uh, bits of conch. And they're like,
0: hey, look, 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 look. And all three of you look in, and you see a vision. A man stands in a room that is both small and infinite, humming a song to himself that's ever so familiar as he waves a hand. Before him, there is a miniature demiplane, and with every movement of his fingers, he raises mountains, creates streams, and otherwise shapes the world within. As he works, there's a loud crashing from his workshop. And he looks over his shoulder. With another wave of his hand, he exits the small and infinite room to find a young woman being grabbed and pulled away by two Kaliarut, the mechanical guards of Axis, plain of law. The woman, no, the child, for she must be no older than 18 years old, struggles against the Kaliarut as they drag her away. Sindara raises a hand, halting them. Hmm. You are bold to come here, my dear. Nope, one second. You are bold to come here. He smiles warmly and genuinely, before inhaling deeply and raising his eyebrows. (sighs) I can sense on you. Atoms native to the material plane. You are mortal, then. The girl shakes her head, flame-red hair tussling as she does so. No, (laughs) sir, I, I am indeed from the material plane, but I am no mortal. Sindara, amused by this girl's fiery temperament, beckons to guard release her. Oh, now that is unusual. Why have you come here, Dan? The girl smiles sheepishly. Sir, um, you are Sindara. Sindara the sculptor. Architect of worlds, are you not? Sindara, flattered to be recognized, smiles and nods. That I am. And you are? Uh, m- My name is... My name is Haojin. I hail from Tian Sha and Galarian. Hundreds of years ago, you created a demiplane to house those displaced by a terrible earthquake, and then built them new homes with nothing but your magic. Later, you created a realm to contain a terrible demon that had emerged in the middle of Chandango, saving thousands of lives. Your your planar magic is incredible, sir. Sindara paces through his workshop, an eyebrow raised. Hmm. Tasks I did not take credit for. Yes, I did do those things. It is surprising that anyone of your realm would know. Kaojin smiles, and there's an energy behind that smile that those that know her in the present might not recognize. It's youthful and inspired, like she's doing something for the first time. Sir, you've saved many people with your incredible magic. I I recently found I've got magic in my blood far greater than any in my world know how to train. I want to put my magic to good use. She looks up at Sandara. Eyes wide open. I want to do like you do, sir. I need a teacher, and I want to be able to use my magic to help people. Sindara looks down at this human girl, panting and scuffed from her run-in with the Kaliarot. The Kaliarot. He hesitates for a moment, imagining him as a great teacher and her as his exceptional student. If she was able to uncover secrets like his intervention in Galarian get here to the realm of Axis and get as far as his own workshop. Well, then perhaps there would be some merit to taking her on as a student, perhaps. And with that, the conch shells fade. What do you guys do?
5: Wow. That was, that was her. Yeah. It's so weird to hear her young... (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, really. It looks like these shells are gonna show us more of their memories together.
5: Oh... Maybe we'll understand more about what happened. Maybe.
1: Hopefully. I hope so too, cause just something just doesn't add up, add up with either of their stories.
5: Yeah, I think... I think if we see the memories, rather than have them be told to us, we'll probably be able to understand better. Because we don't have their biases. Either of them. Sindara included.
1: I think so, too.
4: Yeah.
5: One step closer to the truth! (sighs) We'll see. Why don't we go make sure that, um, our friend hasn't gotten hurt or anything? Uh, yeah... I feel a little nervous leaving her lo- leaving her alone. <laughs> um Senku
3: while they're walking out is is a cast life boost on himself so that he heals. He's glowing for
0: a little bit. Mhm. As you're leaving, something catches your eye, Masami Okay. There's a little box on the way out. Like, you know, the kind that miners put stuff in.
1: Masami I think goes over just to take a peek. Curious,
0: holy shit! Holy (laughs) shit, you are rich, you are rich, you are rich, you are rich. Okay, Masami, in this box, there are only 12 items, each of them no larger than a baseball, but they are, in fact, orichalcum ingots.
4: (gasps) Oh my god,
0: and orichalcum. Is one of the rarest and most expensive metals in history. Yeah, it is. Uh. A single ingot is worth 10,000 gold. Guys? Ooh. There's 12. Uh. Uh. Yeah? Come over here.
1: Yeah,
2: what's up? Yeah, what's up? Uh. Or
0: Calcum.
1: Okay! There's four for each of us.
0: No fucking way! Hey, everyone, look, look! They're 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 imprinted. Look, each of them has one of the 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 zodiac symbols on them. Oh, First, oh! This one has a dog on it. Lola says happily. Wow!
5: Well. <laughs>
0: Perhaps we ought to keep them. Well. Ten thousand gold each. Forty thousand gold for each of you. Uh, oh, <laughs>
5: the money that we. Get from oh. selling these Hush
0: now, Sanku. Do you really believe we'll find a merchant on this forsaken island?
5: When we get out! When we I... get off of the fucking island! But Wait, it won't dimenies. be in the podcast,
0: so it won't matter.
5: Who cares? <laughs> uh Sanku's like, I mean, well we could keep them for now and sell them later. I I was thinking about how much that would be able to help the Palam village.
0: I think Lolo's eyes widened as ha. Huh. Mm, that is true. Forty thousand gold for you, Sanku. That could buy it. Well, that could seriously help out Balam Village, couldn't it?
5: And it could buy a lot of candy.
0: Quickly, Sanku, check <laughs> your four.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. You're excited.
0: Yes, I am.
5: Uh You can keep the bag of barbuds, Lolo. No, that's for
0: you. <laughs> Do you guys want to share out these Aurichalcum ingots? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's going to be four to each of you. Will each of you take four? Actually, I think I can... No, yeah. No, okay. You'll have to do it yourselves. It was at this precise moment that Derry accidentally transferred all of the items from the bag of each of the player characters into a single chest. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. What you do? I put all of your items in.
4: Into- <gasps> <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: I have nothing. <laughs> oh!
4: Wait.
3: No! No! No!
1: Okay. Oh, no.
3: Can is there any way is- to press Control Z? Would that <laughs> do anything? Is there an undo button? Oh Try no. it. I'm
0: trying. I'm trying. I'm gonna try it one second. It's still loading. Oh my god. I fucking put all of your items into this box.
2: All of our money too.
0: All of your... Oh, There's... the Control Z doesn't work.
4: Okay. Well. Oh. Uh... <laughs> wow. Oh no.
0: And so... In your, your rush to get the orichalcum, you accidentally drop all of your bags at the same time, scattering it all over the floor, and you have to take some time to regroup yourselves before heading out into the fractal jungle and finding the next conch of the deep. And that's where we'll stop recording, everyone.
3: <laughs> recording. No fucking way, no. Ain't no way, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This episode of Diceful Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons Phoebe Jeebies, Daisy Gilliam, Lux Rexus, Rag, Baron Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Tony Saunders, Mita, Arave, Varia and the Girls, GP Dora, Marshmallow Berry, Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, Mae Cohen, Skyly, Kendra West, Jim Trick, Transgirl Trish, Potonic, Bal Punyon, Jyna Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasovich, Dylan Shark, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Torbjorn, Sophie Valera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Rivona Darklo, Kira, Lichelo, Gizmo, Matthew Cass, Fable McElduff, Eva, Chris Lutman, Remthi Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Ryan C, Ellie, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Anna Maria, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Loderna, John the Bullcorder, SS66seeker, and Dame Valerie Lutterd. Special thanks to patrons who had cameos in this episode. Kader, by Dame Valerie Lutterd. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, like our brand new merch club with new stuff sent to your door every three months, check out patreon.com slash today!